many things to be balanced. This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized, we are handling our time management better, and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light, and good vibes only. So, if you are interested in living, laughing, and learning, growing, and glowing, drinking your water, and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome to the Life Unscripted Podcast. Building a brand and operating a business can get a little hectic sometimes. I mean, there's a million things to do and you only have two hands, but not to fret. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. I am so glad that you are here. I have an incredible show ready just for you. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast by Organized Energy. I am your girl, Tiff Tiff, and um, I am so glad to be here with you today. Oh my gosh. So I've got something I want to talk about, and it's not too heavy. Um, it's, it's actually something that... Um, I'm wanting to talk about this thing called love. Um, made a few episodes about love and I don't want to like have any one episode last too long because if you're anything like me, you might have a short attention span and you don't want to hear all that for too long, right? What I tell y'all, I always say you ain't got to be long to be strong, right? Okay, <laughs> so let's just talk about what we're going to talk about and then get on out of here and enjoy the rest of your day. Is that all right? Okay, so. In this particular episode, um, I want to talk about the fact that love is kind. Love is kind. The Bible tells us that love is patient, that love is kind, that love is this and love is that. But let's just kind of pause on the fact that love is kind. Now, y'all know I'm a poet and don't even know it. I like to rhyme. So when I think about the fact that love is kind, I also can hear... um, 
Eve's song, uh, Love is Blind. <laughs> love is kind, love is blind. Oh, Lord, Jesus, is not love blinding? Oh, my gosh. As I digress, we ain't going there. All right, so back to the fact that love is kind. Um, um, as, you know, I've said before, um, you know, it starts with the fact that the Bible tells us to love others as we love ourselves. So let's start with the fact Let's start with the notion of first, how do we love ourselves so that we can then properly love others? All right. Is that all right with you? Okay. So that being said, I noticed that sometimes people can say some unkind, unloving things about others that typically really just mirror um or show us what they feel about themselves. You know, have you ever been around the kind of people that, um, or a person, if you were to um, compliment someone, or maybe they see something great about someone, but they, instead of emphasizing or accentuating the positive, they want to bring out the negative. You might say, oh, they're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then they may say, "Mm, they're too this or that for me, you know, or did you see their whatever insert flaw or you know and it's like how'd you see all that when we are just we're talking about how beautiful their hair is or how nice this or that is about them how did you pick up on something else that they're too this or not enough that you know but a lot of times that's telltale to what someone may think about themselves and so a lot of times if we have something unkind to say about someone else um it's usually because of something that's going on on the inside of us right um but beyond that um speaking about the fact that love is kind let's find ways to infuse kindness in our everyday goings ons is that a word it's a word right now (laughs) Um, and what i mean by that is so let's think who can we be kind to first we're going to start with ourselves and think about what are some ways we can be kind and loving to ourselves um i've already done some episodes on self-love and ways to show love to yourself um And so if you've not checked some of those other episodes out, I highly encourage you to do so. Um, But because I like the episodes to be able to stand alone, I'm still going to highlight a couple of those suggestions even in this one today. All right. Um, So if they sound familiar to you because you keep up with the show and you've heard it in another one. Cool. You know, doesn't hurt to have a reminder. Um, But ways that we can be loving and kind to ourselves because again we have to first be able to properly love ourselves in order to properly love someone else let's go let's take a step backward and realize and recognize how much God loves us because sometimes we won't accept his love because we don't know what love really looks like pop culture has told us that love is one way And the Bible defines love probably in a whole nother way. And we know that there are various kinds of love, right? Um, But there is a very clear definition of love and what it is and what it is not when you read 
first uh, Corinthians. Um, but that being said, the first thing before we can even love ourselves is to accept the love that God has for us. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us totally. He loves us deeply. And we know and I'm not here to evangelize you because that's not even what this show is about. But I Uh, being a believer in Christ and me being a church girl can't talk about love without and apart from mentioning God and his love. So that's why I'm even mentioning this now. Um, But you have to first be able to rest in and accept God's love for you because sometimes we find ourselves to be unworthy of being accepted, unworthy of being embraced, unworthy of being treated well, unworthy of being deeply, unconditionally loved. Somebody might have told some of you guys a long time ago, you would never find another one like them. Ain't nobody else going to love you like they do or they did. Or because you did this terrible and nasty and despicable and shameful thing, you aren't worthy of forgiveness and you're not worthy of love. And so we sometimes have a hard time being loved. And we think that we can give love and we can't give that properly until we have first been able to properly receive God's forgiveness and love for us. No matter what, no matter who you are, no matter how low you've gone, no matter what you've done, no matter what you said, no matter what your secret thoughts are and your secret sins and your secret addictions and your secret whatever's are that God still loves you. And I think that some of us get hung up right there. And if we can't accept that love, then when we look in the mirror, we also probably can't properly love ourselves, right? Um, And that's not for all of you. That's for some. I'm going to tell you that was for me. That was for me. Um, sometimes sometimes I still struggle with accepting God's love or recognizing what does that look like all the time. The greatest gift of love he gave us was his son, Jesus. And again, I'm not here to preach and I wasn't even trying to go there in this episode, but I'm just saying what I'm saying. OK, now, but so work on that part first. If there's work to be done, work on reading about God's love Figuring out and recognizing how much he loves you, accepting that he loves you, resting in the fact that he loves you. You are loved. OK, you're worthy of loved and you are loved. OK, let's start there. Then let's move to loving yourself. And so we might have been mistreated. We may not have been properly loved by others. We might have been cheated on and beat on and gossiped about and critiqued and shamed in some way. And so, again, not feeling worthy of love because we've had an audition for some people's love when they don't just give it to us freely. And we feel like, well, if so and so doesn't love me then I must not be lovable. I must be too hard to love. I must be asking for something that's too difficult for anyone to be able to really give me like I need it given to me. And so I can say out of my whole entire life, aside from the love that God has for me, I can tell you, I don't feel like I have ever been properly loved. Um, I can tell you that at the age that I'm at now, And um, the relationships I've had up until now, I don't feel like a man has ever properly loved me or treated me the way I deserve to be treated. 
Um, I don't feel like, um, let me take that back. My grandmothers loved me <laughs> and, I, and my grandfather. Um, I did feel deeply loved and I received their love of my grandparents. Um, but that's probably, and then, you know, and, and maybe my babies, you know, my children. But as far as like, you know, a man deeply loving me, nah. I don't feel like I've ever had a partner to properly love me. Um, and so it made me look at myself in an unkind way. It made me kind of look at myself sideways. It's made me look at myself um, with, you know, a more critical type of point of view, wondering what's wrong with me. Why can't I be loved why doesn't anyone want to love me the way I deserve to be loved? You know, why do I have to feel like I have to audition for their love? Um, and I know that that's not true. And I know that the right one won't have you doing all those things. But I'm just telling you from a human point of view, that's been one of my hangups. Right. And so because of that, it has caused me to be a little unkind to myself in the past. Um, I might have feel like I'm damaged goods because of this or because of that. So no one's going to want me because of this shortcoming or no one's going to want to love me because of that. If they knew, you know, this or that about me, they wouldn't want me. They wouldn't love me. And so I thought unkindly about myself. And so how can I properly give love to somebody else if I have been unkind and unloving to me I don't have it to give to the next one not properly you know and so I've been doing some work on that over the last several years and I feel like I'm in a better position now um, but that took work that took being very intentional that took very uh, being very consistent in doing the work um, being very prayerful um, and first and foremost, really, really trying to be connected with God and, and seeing what he says in his word, um, because it, it, mean, it, it can be a big deal, you guys. And for you all who feel like, oh, I'm fine. I'm good to myself. I love myself. I love others. I feel loved. I'm cool. But there are some other ones of us out there that's working on that. OK. And so anyway, I want you to be able to receive love. I want you to be able to fully, deeply, authentically give love. I want you to walk around and be love. God is love. I want you to speak in love. That means watching the ways we speak about ourselves and about God and about others. We want to speak kindly and put away any other type of uh, conversation if it's not kind, if it's not loving, um, if it's not going to lift someone up, um, make their day. I ain't say lie to people, sugarcoat stuff. I didn't say that. But even the truth can be spoken in love. Someone may not receive it well. And they may not always appreciate it. But speaking it with love helps. Okay. But anyway, so we've got realizing, accepting, and, and, and all those things that God loves us unconditionally and deeply. Right. And then we're working on finding ways to love and embrace ourselves and being kind to ourselves, talking kindly to yourself. So if that's being like, I don't know if y'all saw the show on BET that was called Being Mary Jane. And so Gabrielle Union's character, who was Mary Jane, would, you know, write on sticky notes 
and put them on her bathroom mirror and around her house, all these different affirmations and all these wonderful, gentle, loving reminders for herself. And so if you've got to do something like that, sticking things, you know, all around, you know, so that you can be reminded, if you have to say daily affirmations to pump yourself up and remind yourself how much you love yourself, then do that to remind yourself how much God loves you, then do that. So get in the habit of writing out, writing and reciting positive words of love and kindness and affirmations for yourself, okay? So that should be a daily habit. It's a daily habit for me. And I hope that you make it a daily habit for you. Um, And so now we can move past that part of, of receiving God's love and loving and being kind to ourselves. And now let's talk about being kind to others, being kind to others like who your co-workers or your clients. How are you being kind to them? Let's think about let's brainstorm. If you have paper and pencil, what are some ways you can show appreciation for your team, for your co-workers, for your clients to tell them thank you, to tell them, you know, I appreciate you. You know, I know people bring in donuts and snacks to the office. They might send little random gifts to say thank you to clients and such. They might do whatever. And so, you know, think about how can I be kind? How can I be loving on a consistent basis? Maybe once a month, what is going to be my kind act to my clients and to my coworkers? Right. Um, So let's think about them and let's think about being kind to our neighbors. What's something you can do to be kind to the neighbors in your where you live or kind to doing something nice in the community as a as a act of service or um, act of kindness? You know, how can I be kind to the people that. I say I love, meaning your family. If you're blessed to have family, I don't take for granted the fact that some people um, don't feel like they have family and that may be you and that's okay. That's okay because there is someone out there that's willing to be family for you. They may not share the same blood, but they still want to be family, family, you know, friends who have become family. And how can you show your love to those who you consider to be family? What can you do? How can you add it to your calendar that consistently once a month or whatever that you can celebrate family and um, find a way to show love towards them? Maybe game night, Maybe let's go out for pizza or out. Let's put on something nice and and let's go out once a once a month to hook up and you know and connect and just check in on each other. Um, or let's just do like a weekly Zoom call on Sundays. Sundays are for family, and so we want to just get cousins and aunts and uncles and whoever on the line on Zoom or whatever. And I say Zoom loosely. It could be any web conferencing thing that well, let's just connect, you know, um, digitally. Or let's go bowling once a month. Or let's send something random to a a different family member each month something different you know until you worked it through the year and everybody's gotten something you know a random five ten twenty dollar gift or whatever you can think of but think about some things i know with iphones you can play games online you know so uh, my kids and i sometimes we do uh crazy eights you know from our phones you know we play we play on um, on our phones um chess and things like that with family but what can you do kind for your family members and just kind of making sure that you're doing that consistently and intentionally um and then you know and that might be if you have children if you have a spouse if you have you know aunts uncles cousins parents or whoever you know but i want you to get in the mindset of
instead of thinking, hmm, what can I do routinely once a month or once a week or whatever to be kind to the people around me, my neighbors, my coworkers, my clients, my family, my spouse, my, you know, extended family, whoever, because, um, and, and of course yourself, you know, how can I be kind towards God? What can I do for his people? What can I do, you know, as a personal act of kindness, a personal ministry that I want to commit to? Uh, Who has been assigned to your life that you are to service and care for? You know, is it um, misguided youth? Is it, you know, our seniors, you know, um, as far as like the elderly? Is it people who are incarcerated? Is it single moms? Is it single dads? Is it... um, people with special needs is it you know what who what demographic what what group of people do you feel like you've been assigned to to be of service to to show love to to show a little extra compassion and kindness to and how can you serve them consistently again once a month or whatever is best for you how can you do what you've been called to do for them Um, If that makes sense. And so I want you to just think about kindness. The fact that love is kind, right? Love is kind. Okay. So before we fix our mouth to say something we shouldn't say that's unkind, let's remember love is kind. And before we can speak something, we we must have been feeling it and then thinking it before we can say it and then do something about it. Because all those things are progressive in um, unloving or loving, kind or unkind. They, the process is the same. So we have to first start in our mind um, for all the things. You know, I heard a pastor tell me that, or not me, but in a sermon, uh, Pastor uh, Kevin Cosby, one time he preached a sermon, it's been forever ago, but he said, the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. And the Bible tells us that out of the heart, out of the wellspring of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, it starts in your heart, in your mind. And then you say the things that's on your mind. It was on your heart anyway. That's how it works. So we have to work on our mind first. So we have to feed our mind positive things because garbage in, garbage out, right? And so all these things matter. You know, we want to listen to positivity, Um, meditate on positive things, look at positive things, listen to positive things, read positive things so we can walk around here being some little positive things, okay? Because we want to be love, y'all, and we want to be light, okay? So I think that's it. I hope you got some good, good notes, okay? And I want you to write in, comment, and let me know what do you think about this? Where are you going to improve when it comes to showing love um, as a, from a standpoint of kindness, the fact that love is kind? Um, what are you going to do better as a result of this conversation? And what are some ideas of some things you're already doing that if you can share it with me, I can share it with my community to give me some ideas on how you are already being kind towards God, towards yourself, towards your uh, those that you work with and work for, towards your family, towards your friends, towards your who, your neighbors, towards your community. Tell me what you're already doing that's working. And tell me um, where you're going to improve, okay? I love you so much. And I thank you so much 
for listening again today. Um, And so that being said, I hope that you have the most incredible week ever. And until next time, I love you, boo. It is awesome to listen to my show, but wouldn't it be amazing if you could launch your very own? Go from listening to launching when you pick up my new book called Is This Thing On? The Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast. And of course, it was written by a podcaster for new and aspiring podcasters. Think of it as business strategy meets podcasting 101. So yeah, anyone can launch a podcast. That's the easy part. But not everyone understands the business and brand strategy behind operating a podcast. Be it if you're doing it just for yourself and for pleasure as a hobby, or if you're doing it to get more eyes on your brand. Either way, this book, this project is for you. Visit organizedenergy.co slash shop. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash shop. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. Again, and as always, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the fact that you shared your time with me. That's number one. Number two, I always tell you guys as I close out my show that I love you. I remind you that God loves you and I want you to make sure that you love you. Okay, I love you. God loves you. I want to make sure that you love you. Now, if you enjoyed this show and what you heard today, I ask that you do me a favor as my bestie. Would you please go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, and um, wherever else you listen that has the opportunity for you to rate and review. I would love for you to rate the show and to leave a meaningful review. I want to make sure that you also have subscribed to the show and that you will share it with someone that you think would really enjoy it like you do, okay? I truly appreciate you. I really do love you. And I cannot wait for you to join me again on the next episode. Have the absolute best week ever.